The last thing I want you to do is to get excited about running ads, start spending a ton of money on them, see zero results and declare that ads don't work. Ads definitely do work, but before you spend a penny on them, there's a few crucial fundamental things that you need in place in order to build a solid foundation for your books and for your ads. Let's discuss. Welcome back to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode five. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and it's great to be with you today. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I really do appreciate you being here because I know a lot of you are busy people. Some of you got jobs, some of you got families, you're writing, you're editing, you're marketing, and so much more. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's episode. Hope you're keeping well and having a great day, a great week. It's just gone 6 a.m. in the morning here as I record this on Tuesday, the 6th of April. So we've just come off the Easter bank holiday weekend here in the UK. Laurie and me worked most days, in fact, every day over the, the bank holiday weekend, a little less than we normally would because it was a bank holiday and we tend to take things a little bit easier. But uh, with Laurie's book launch coming up at the end of April, she's got uh, editing to do. I'm proofreading and I'm planning all the launch, planning all the promo sites, scheduling the ads, all that kind of stuff. So we're, uh, yeah, we're keeping busy. We did manage to uh, get out yesterday afternoon for a walk up in the Shropshire Hills. So the Shropshire Hills are a beautiful range of hills about 45 minutes away from home for us. So we took the, we took the babies, we took the dogs and uh, yeah, we had to abandon the walk after about 10 minutes because it was so windy up there and we, uh, we weren't prepared. So we had to uh, abandon ship and came home. But it was nice to get out for just those 10, 15 minutes that we were out in the, in the, uh, in the hills in nature. So that's what I've been up to, and I hope you've had a great weekend as well. If you've had a long weekend, a bank holiday weekend, and hopefully you've managed to spend some time with your family or doing what it is that you love to do. So let's get on to today's main topic, which is all about building a solid foundation for your books before you start running ads. Now, I want to start by saying that your book sells your book. The ads don't sell the book. The ads just positioning your book in front of the right readers. They're just driving the traffic. Yes, there has got to be an element of selling in the ads in order for people to actually click on the ad and to get them to your book product page. So that can be with the ad copy. It can be with the book cover itself. It could be with an offer. These are what make up your ad creative and they entice the readers to click. And the other element of ads that's really important is the targeting. So this is making sure that you're showing your ads to the right audience. Now, both of these parts of running ads do take time. They do take testing to figure out what actually works. So how do you know that you're targeting the right people and you're using the right creative for those people? It all comes back to understanding your readers. And there's a quote that I'm sure you've heard many, many times before that goes something like this. If you try to appeal to everyone, you will in fact appeal to no one. So what this is saying is that your books aren't supposed to appeal to everyone, and that's okay. Your books are going to appeal to readers who read particular genres, who read the genre of books that you write. So romance readers will like romance books. Fantasy readers will like fantasy books, and so on. Of course, there is going to be crossover here because some readers will read multiple genres of books. But you can define all this in your targeting with your ads. But it's important to know who your readers really are. So what are some of the benefits of really understanding your readers? Well, you're going to get high relevance with your ads because you're targeting people who are resonating and engaging with your ads. 
this will result in cheaper clicks for your ads and you're also going to get increased uh, click-through rate from your ads to your book product page and of course you're going to get more four and five star reviews of your books because you're showing your books to the right readers and ultimately you're going to build a loyal following of readers who can't wait to read your next book so how do you start building up a picture of who your readers really are well a great way to start is by looking at the books in your also boughts and your also reads and your also viewed on your Amazon book product pages. You can also look on the product pages of other retailers if your books are wide. And as well as these books, these book titles you see here, you'll also see the authors and the authors that these readers who read your books also read. And some of these authors, particularly if they are traditionally published, will be available to target on Facebook ads. But pretty much 99% of authors that you see in your also boughts and your also reads and also viewed will be available to target with Amazon ads and BookBub ads. So that's a really, really good way to start looking at building up a picture of who your ideal readers are. Another great way is to look at your Amazon author page. Now down the left-hand side of your Amazon author page, you're going to see a title, customers also bought items by, and then below that, you're gonna see a list of authors. So what this information is telling you is that readers who have read your book and bought your book have also read and bought books by these authors listed down the left hand side of your Amazon author page. So another great way to find targets for your ads. Another possible option is to join Facebook reader groups for your genre and see what books people are reading and talking about in these groups. What are their likes and dislikes about certain books? Another great way to build up a picture of your ideal readers. Another great way is to look at your book reviews. Now, I know a lot of authors don't like looking at their reviews in case they see some one or two stars, but it's worth taking the time occasionally to look at your reviews and just see if there are any comparisons readers are making between your books and other books or series or authors. This can be a real goldmine of information for understanding who your readers are and finding potential targets and potential angles you can use in your ads. And finally, you could ask your readers themselves through your email autoresponder. So where do they live? What authors do they like to read? What other books do they like to read? What other genres of books do they enjoy? Are there any TV shows that they like to watch? What are their top three favorite films? What sort of tropes do they enjoy reading about? Why do they enjoy reading? If your books are nonfiction, what problems are they trying to solve? How did they find your book in the first place? And how do they find their next book to read? All these questions can really help to build up a picture of your ideal readers. So let's now move on to your book product page. Now this is where the selling of your book is really done because your ads have got people from where they were. That could be Facebook, it could be BookBub, or it could be Amazon. And you've got them onto your book product page, but now they're in a purchase mindset so they're deciding whether or not they want to actually purchase your book or borrow your book if they're in Kindle Unlimited. So there are six key elements of your book product page. So we've got the book description or the book blurb, there's your book cover, there's the reviews, there's the look inside, the price of your book, and the title and the subtitle of your book. So let's move through each of these one at a time. Now your book description should not give away the plot. Instead, it needs to entice readers to want to know more about your book. 
Give them just enough to tickle their taste buds, so to speak. If you're a fiction author, your book description could be talking about the conflict, raising the stakes, the tension, describing the setting. What's the hook for your book? Who are the characters of your book? And what's going to make readers connect with these characters? If you're a non-fiction author, describe the problem that your readers are trying to solve. Rub salt into their eyes, if you like, about the problem. Talk about how your book can help solve that problem and paint them a picture of what things will look like once they've read your book and taken the required action steps within your book. You also want to use lots of white space in your book description. And by white space, I mean that you don't want to present your readers with a wall of text to read. That's going to be too overwhelming and they're probably not going to read it. So instead, break your book description up into two or three line paragraphs. This makes it much more enticing to read, much easier to read. It can also be a good idea to start with a clear punchy headline or hook about your book and make this bold or italic text. You could also test using a short review quote as the first line of your book description or perhaps if you've won an award for your book such as USA Today bestseller you could test using this as the first line of your book description. Next your book cover. Now this can sometimes form part of your ad creative and it's what drives people to your book product page. So it's always a good idea to have congruence between your ads and your book product page so that when people click on your ad and they arrive on your book product page that they know they're in the right place. Now within a single glance of your book cover, readers should know what the genre of your book is all about. And it's also worth comparing your book cover to other book covers in your genre. Does it not only fit in with the other books in your genre, but does it actually stand out as well? Not in a bad way, but in a good way. Does it stand out? Is it unique, but blend in, if that makes sense? So you're not trying to blend into the crowd entirely so that you're invisible, but you do want it to clearly be part of a particular genre. But it needs to stand out to grab people's attention. Next, we've got reviews. So the number of reviews and the overall rating of your reviews. This is your social proof. This is particularly important for unknown authors because if you're Stephen King, then you're Stephen King. You don't need to convince someone to read your book because you've already built such a following, such an authority in your genre. But if you're an unknown author, readers have to take a chance on you. And reviews, social proof, are a great way to show potential readers that other readers have read your book and really enjoyed it. So there's less friction there for new readers to pick up your book. And how can you increase the number of reviews on your books? There are two ways I like to use. The first is to add an email into my autoresponder. So when somebody signs up for a reader magnet, a lead magnet in one of my books, then they will receive an email automatically that asks them to leave a review of that book. Another way is at the end of your books to ask readers to leave a review there and then. So you can provide a link at the back of your book that takes them straight to the review page on Amazon or any of the other retailers where your books are available. This is a slow burn approach. It will take time to build up your reviews, particularly if you're starting from zero. But over time, the more books you sell, the more reviews you're going to get. And retailers such as Amazon will also email people who have bought your book or downloaded your book and ask them to leave a review of your book. So you've got the retailers on your side as well who are encouraging readers to leave reviews of your books. Next part of your book product page is the look inside. 
So particularly on Amazon, the look inside is really important. So when readers click on the look inside of your book, they'll get a sample of your writing, your story, your style. They don't want to see any spelling or grammar issues. They want to see that it's properly formatted as well. So there are a few tools you can use to format your books properly. One is the Readsy book editor, which is a free cloud-based, online-based book editor, where you can actually write your book as well as format it for EPUB, Mobi and print. Another option is Vellum, which is an Apple-based piece of software for formatting books, or you could hire a professional book formatter. So there's just a few options to consider for formatting your book properly. Another benefit of the Look Inside is that if you've got a freebie, such as a free story, a free book, some bonus scenes or some free resources perhaps, you could add a call to action in the front of your book that people can see when they look at the look inside of your book and they can actually click on that link within your look inside and they may even sign up for that free story that free book whatever it is that you're offering without even buying the book so it's a great opportunity there to start building your mailing list as well next part of the book product page is the price so does the price of your book fit in with the other books in your genre Self-publishers, particularly fiction, typically have books priced between $2.99 and $4.99. This will differ by genre, and non-fiction books do sometimes go for a little higher than this, but typically you want to be between $2.99 and $9.99 to retain that 70% royalty from Amazon. Other retailers have different brackets for royalty rates, so just look at the individual pricing elements for the retailers that you're publishing your book on, but Ideally, you want to keep this price the same across all retailers. And the final part of your book product page is the title and the subtitle of your book. So the title of your book should fit your genre. If you're a non-fiction author, then your book title is probably going to be based around the problem that your book is solving. If you're a fiction author, then your book title should fit in with the genre of books that you're writing. Now, a subtitle is optional, but it's a great opportunity to clearly state the genre of your book and also if you write in a series you could include the series name and the book number of that series in your subtitle as well so they're the six areas of your book product page that you have control over so it's the book description the book cover the reviews the look inside the price and the title and subtitle so you could send lots of traffic to your book product page with ads but if your book cover is poor and doesn't meet genre expectations the book description doesn't excite and engage the reader, you have little to no reviews or you've got poor reviews of your books, the look inside of your book shows poor formatting and the reader doesn't like what they read, or they see spelling and grammar issues, the price is too high for your genre or the title and subtitle don't excite the reader, then the chances of you generating sales are slim to none unfortunately. So this is why it's so important to focus a lot of your attention on your book product page because this is where the conversion happens. This is what is gonna make your ads profitable or unprofitable. As I mentioned a little earlier, your book product page is where the reader makes their decision about whether to buy your book or not. Your book product page is like your 24 seven salesperson. Now it goes without saying that you also need to write an awesome book. But as I said earlier in this episode, if you try to pull to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one. So keep that in mind that your book isn't supposed to appeal to everyone and that's okay. Now, I know this isn't sexy or exciting to talk about building a solid foundation for your books with your book product page, but 
your ads are going to perform so much better, be so much more profitable if you do spend the time building a quality book product page. And once you've got your book product page into the best possible shape that you think it can be, share it with other readers, other people and get feedback on it. But you don't want to be sharing it with people who are going to be nice to you just because they are your family or friends. You want people who are going to give honest feedback. You want them to rip you apart if you like, because your book product page really is that important. Readers aren't going to be forgiving as your mum would perhaps. So you really need to get people who are going to give you honest feedback and tell you what can be improved. And ultimately, no amount of advertising is going to sell a poor quality book. So write an awesome book, create an awesome book product page, create awesome ads, and you're going to be in a much better position to run profitable ads and start building a fantastic author career. So that's what I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you've now got a better idea of the building blocks you need in place before you start running ads. If you want to avoid the situation of spending more on ads, then you're making in royalties, which I'm sure you do. Nobody wants to be in that position. Now, as always, I've put together show notes for today's episode, which you can access by going to matthewjholmes.com forward slash episode five. And that's the number five. Now, if you haven't already done so and you have found value in today's episode, I would really, really appreciate it if you could consider subscribing to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This tells me that you're enjoying the content and I'm providing value to you. It's also going to help this podcast and this content to reach more authors who are venturing into the world of advertising their books. Thank you so much. Now, next week, we're going to be discussing one of my favorite topics that is strongly related to advertising and can affect your results in a big, big way. But it can also have a huge impact on all areas of your life and your author business. I'm talking about mindset. Now, next week's episode is going to be deep, but I think you're going to get a lot out of it. And it's really going to make you think about not just advertising, but your writing, your business and your life as a whole. So I'm incredibly excited about sharing this content with you next week. Until then, thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you've got massive value out of it. And I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every week. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.